I wanted a career in which everything would matter. So I joined the CIA, and now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit CIA.gov careers to learn more and apply. Industry leading. Difference making. Tomorrow shaping. World changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. You're not on my level. And you will see. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Hey, Daddy. Every day I'm hustling. You fight with my body. This a dollar beat. This, this, this a dollar beat. BoxingWords.com. You won the belt with no money. Bye bye, BoxingWords.com. This a dollar beat. You never gonna get a fight, man. You're a horrible fighter. Good morning, TBV. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside absolutely no one, Solo Dolo, Scarface, no Manolo, right back at you to talk some more. Canelo Alvarez, and what's next? Obviously, after the fight, uh, interviews get done, articles get published, and the face of boxing and his team have given uh, an indication of what could be. And there's also a twist that we got to throw in there by the name of John Ryder. It's quite possible that John Ryder ends up landing the Canelo Alvarez assignment next, unlike many people believe. Obviously, John Ryder is the WBA mandatory. And after such a grueling schedule, I don't think anyone is really going to attest, protest, dispute, Complain, make fuss of Canelo Alvarez taking on his mandatory challenger and John Ryder after he undisputed a division 
in 11 months. Saturday night, Canelo became the first ever super middleweight to undispute. And he also set a record by doing it in 11 months. So whoever comes behind him, not only do they have the task of gathering all the belts kind of like Thanos, you know, with the Infinity Stones, but they also have to do it under a certain amount of months in order to break the Canelo Alvarez record, and records were meant to be broken, so someone should be out there hoping to attain such a feat one day, because believe me, if someone else comes along and undisputes in less than 11 months, that's going to be something beautiful to witness, and I hope that I am available to do so. That being said, um, Team Canelo, Eddie Reynoso, uh, and Canelo were asked, and they were asked by Espinosa, first of all. Let's, let's just be clear. This wasn't a random interview conducted with Canelo. Uh, this isn't hearsay. This is Steven Espinosa of Showtime saying that Canelo has expressed interest in Charlo and David Benavidez. Now, I'm throwing the twist because we all know that Eddie Hearn had came out last week sometime, and so did Alvarez, both stating that they would like to do a Canelo fight in the UK. Canelo has mentioned this quite some time now, and truthfully, what better time than to do a UK fight than with the mandatory. You know, you got a mandatory in John Ryder that isn't really popular in America, so you take him back to his home country and you get the first ever Canelo Alvarez in Wembley, 100,000 people, easy. I don't know. Obviously, Canelo did 73,000 with Billy Joe in America. Is he adored around the world the way that Americans and Mexican-Americans come out and pay for him in, you know, by the drugs, drones? Or does the UK still love boxing that much that they can fill out a Wembley with a John Ryder just because it is Canelo and Canelo's bringing big-time boxing to the UK? I don't know. Probably our first poll, right? The thing is, uh, how many people that are not from the UK are going to feel like they should vote? Kind of ruining the voting, right? Uh, because it's really only UK dudes that would know if A, Canelo could fill the stadium, B, would they go to the stadium to watch John Ryder versus Canelo? But we got a few Super Chats early this morning. I want to thank everybody that rocks out with us, whether you're Super Chatting, whether you're hitting the thumbs up, whether you're sharing on your social media, whether you're calling in. We appreciate you. If you're that guy just listening and we've never heard of you, we still appreciate you. So this silence is me reading Mitty's statement that the next person to do it doesn't necessarily have to do it in 11 months. He says that's irrelevant. I think not. I think that's part of the achievement. 
you know, he undisputed in 11 months. I think that takes a lot of... Hmm, what is the right word here? Because it's not negotiation power. He's got that. It's not patience. Because he showed that with Plant, right? He gave Plant multiple off offers. Uh, I guess it's just the willingness to get in with champion after champion, you know, where, where so many of us were taught that fighters need rest in between big fights. Um, that's why I believe that the 11-month thing should not die down. It should be attached to undisputed in this division, and it should be that difficult. Obviously, probably no one could attain it because who's going to come behind Canelo to have that sort of power in the negotiation room? Jake Paul, maybe, who hopefully I'll get an interview with this afternoon at the press conference. If you're a Patreon, you can ask Jake and Tommy a question simply by joining our Patreon page. Remember, your support in our Patreon page only goes to further help us get to different locations to bring you more content. Okay, so so he's saying, no, I didn't get his point. He's saying whoever beats Canelo and beats, whoever fights Canelo and beats him gets the belt. So they, they, I, I, but that's the thing, you know, he's basically saying whoever fights Canelo and happens to beat him, they become undisputed in a quicker amount of time because Canelo already collected all the belts. But see, I'm not foreseeing anyone beating him. I'm not foreseeing him defending those belts either, I don't think. I, I see him, you know, maybe he does the John Ryder fight. I, I don't know that he's going to stick around and, and, and defend every title, you know? If you do the John Ryder, then someone else wants a mandatory and someone else wants a mandatory and someone else wants a mandatory. Uh... And, and someone else is entitled. Every time one sanctioning body gets their mandatory, the next one is in line. So I don't know that he keeps them, and that's why I think that, you know, whoever gets them next, like the Infinity Stones, has to gather them. And I would like to see Kenley gather them in less than 11 months just to try and break records because records were meant to be broken. But... um. If you're right and he decides to, A, do the mandatory next, which I believe is what he'll do. The thing with that is, how do you sell that to the Mexicans on Cinco de Mayo in the UK? That part, I don't know. You know, we, we need some Mexicans. Super Mex could maybe text me or something. I don't know how that would work. Will they still celebrate? Are they still feeling, you know, like it's a celebration even though he's in... Not running your business on NetSuite is like trying to sink a putt with a cap pulled over your eyes. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system, giving you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, budgeting, and more all in one place. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 31,000 businesses already use NetSuite. This summer, NetSuite has a special financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com go. netsuite.com go another country 
Um, does it feel the same if you're just watching it from TV and he's in another country? But, you know, arguing about how he got the belts is never mine. You know, you're simply upset that he's achieving greatness, so you're trying to diminish it by saying silly things about the WBC and David Benavidez. I mean, you know, we really need to stop at this point. You know, uh, he's obviously not afraid of anybody. There's not really any other people in boxing taking these sort of challenges on consistently, you know. Even if we give credit to T.O. for fighting Loma, he's been idle for a year, you know. Even if we give credit to Jamal for sticking around when being called out by Julian Williams, that was like five years ago. So is, there's only really one dude consistently putting up challenges, and I can't even put down Joshua. Like, Joshua's the only other dude, right, doing the top, top, top names after name after name, you know? So credit to Canelo, man. Credit to Canelo. This John Ryder mandatory is well-deserved, you know? He put it down for boxing. And and if you see, uh, uh, let me let me go ahead and show you this, man. This is crazy right here. I mean, look look at Canelo, bro, showing true sportsmanship. You know, shaking every member of Team Keller Plant's hands, and he actually says in English, "Hey, I just want to say I respect you guys." You know, it's crazy. Um, I wasn't expecting that. Not to say that I think he's a bad person or anything like that. Just that, you know, he didn't have to do that. You know, and a lot of people, you know, I don't know. They 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 don't say, they don't give people like this credit, you know, when they do things like this. Um, and and this, this shows, man, that not only is he the best in the sport, but he's he's the best person to represent the sport, you know, because... Of things like this, you know, I was very uh, disappointed in Wilder and his treatment of Fury after losing a, a third time or second time. You know, this this is something that Canelo didn't have to do. And a lot of you that don't know, he had another shirt to wear, a disrespectful shirt. And he chose not to wear it because he said him and Caleb, you know, they reached a point in that fight where they respected one another and they embraced each other after the fight. So Canelo said he was going to wear another shirt, probably something similar to what Caleb did to him with the motherfucker Undisputed shirt, right? But he said nah, and he wore the WBC shirt instead as to not disrespect Caleb because he earned his respect in the ring. So I just wanted to say that because, damn, that shows, you know, that this dude is, is next level. Team Batman, you know I'm not finally seeing the light. Like, get your ass out of here. You guys are weird. You guys know I was more Canelo than you. I just didn't like that whole... Like, look. Look how many of you guys were so sure he wasn't going to lose. So sure he was going to get a knockout. So so tell me. 
why villainize yourself, if that's even a word, and and not give Caleb the opportunity at a rematch when you know you're going to beat him or you know you don't need a rematch. So why be that guy that 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 is a side divaing a champion out of his rematch? I didn't come back to reality. You guys are weirdos. I can't believe that from one day to the next, you guys just think something different. It's it's so weird. No, I told you it's his actions. It's his it's his actions, bro. Like again, all of you guys thought he would get the knockout. So why didn't he think that? You know what I mean? Why didn't he just do it like Loma? No rematches. If you can't have one, I can't have one. If you want one, I want one. If you don't want one, I don't want one. You know what I'm saying? Why not just... That's, the only, that's what rubbed me the wrong way. That's what that's what's rubbing me the wrong way and what rubbed me the wrong way and, you know, what, what had me wishfully thinking for plant. You know? When you already... Like got all the cards on your side, you know what do you, what do you really need to take away Caleb's rematch for? But I get it, I get it. Had he kept Caleb's rematch, right? And this is why Loma's way was a little bit better because no man got a rematch. You get to move on like Tio did. But if he would have kept Caleb's rematch, Caleb would have been able to activate it. And then we got to see this twice. I'm just saying, if he doesn't want Caleb to have one as a champion, he shouldn't have one either. And he should feel more comfortable about things like that since he's the one that's the overwhelming favorite. He's the one that people believe would knock out Caleb Plant. So again, you know, yeah. I'm the same way, sacred money. He rubbed me the wrong way with the negotiations, but I still support him. Is that's the way that it goes, you know? And 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 it's like that for you guys with me, you know. I may say something today that you don't like. I come back tomorrow, say something you do like. It is what it is, you know. Um, you have to support regardless of circumstance, but you also have to. Call a man on his bullshit. You know what I mean? That's all. I turned on Canelo because I didn't like that he pulled the fast one with the rematch. You know, uh, again, Loma's both brave and stupid. Brave because he, he went in confidently without a rematch. Stupid because he doesn't have one and he lost. So I understand the double-edged sword. I understand the people that will continue to defend Canelo on his actions and his negotiation tactics. I'm not I'm not here to debate that. I'm simply reminding people in the chat that all of a sudden think I've come back to reality and I'm supporting Canelo. I've never stopped supporting him. I just didn't like that he got a little bit diva-ish. You know what I'm saying? But in retrospect, after collecting all the belts, he deserves a John Ryder mandatory. I seen some people saying in the O2, I thought maybe Wembley because of who he is, being the face of boxing and all, getting that 
AJ support, you know, AJ coming to his camp. More people in the UK probably know about him. Yeah, well, we're all talk we are talking the potential fights. I think that the most um realistic fight that will be next is John Ryder. You get that mandatory out the way, you it's not such a tough fight, you know. But after the layoff that he's asking for, he's also getting that warm-up with John Ryder to get back into the swing of things by May. I just don't know. Again, I'm waiting for my Mexicans in the chat or to call in the number 1425-569-5241 and let me know, can you still celebrate like this Cinco de Mayo Mexican thing via Canelo being in the UK? Like, will it still feel the same for you via television? You know? But Canelo has also showed us that he's a badass, right? So, you know, Espinosa, Steven Espinosa of Showtime Sports said that Canelo, uh, you know, that they brought up Benavidez and Charlo to him and Canelo expressed interest in those guys. So I'm not ruling those fights out. I'm just leaning more towards John Rada. Because Eddie and Canelo have already expressed that, you know, they want to do a fight in the UK with Canelo. And what better time than to handle your mandatory? Obviously, it would have been better with a bigger name. Maybe a Chris Eubank. Maybe that gets you more pay-per-view buys or something. But John Ryder's the mandatory. He's the name that's got to be. And, and you know, you're Canelo. You're, 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 you're a big A-side, bigger than most. So you should be able to make up for the lack of interest, especially now with this new English-speaking Canelo, you know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here, man. Please. It makes him more appealing to the casual audience. But uh, I got a press conference to get to, so I'll open up these phone lines early. I'm not saying that I'm leaving that early, but I do got a press conference to, to get to, so... You know, the number to call in, 1425-569-5241. Press 1. One time to voice your opinion, whether you want to let us know about, you know, the possibilities of Canelo taking on David Benavidez, Cinco de Mayo. Makes more sense when you're thinking marketability, marketability and, and dollars, but also makes less sense when you're thinking he just undisputed, he just went through a very tough schedule uh, you know, we it, it, it points us right back at John Ryder, you know, versus a guy like Charlo, um, which also makes sense for Cinco de Mayo because then you got the Mayweather green print. You know, you got your black African-American versus your Latino Mexican, right? So either option makes sense. You know, he's really in a position that whatever direction he goes, he's going to get support. Uh, if he chooses John Ryder in the UK, the UK is going to embrace him because they haven't ever gotten a Canelo Alvarez fight. You know, Floyd never gave the UK a fight. So if Canelo does that, he exceeds expectations, in my opinion. Uh, and the fact that John Ryder is not a big name probably wouldn't matter. You know, he's with Matchroom in a working capacity, which means AJ will be there, you know, hence getting you more UK love. They'll probably use the footage of AJ all in his gym. So, 
I think John Ryder makes the most sense. And for Canelo, he should lean that way so he can have that, that feather in his hat. He did it. He's an international star. He's a global star. He fought in a different country. Do it, man. Put that on your resume. There's no reason for him to go straight into a David Benavidez or a Jamal Charlo fight after four tough fights. And I know all of them weren't tough, but I'm just saying it's tough on the body. Four fights, 11 months, any undisputed ring magazine belt. It is what it is. At this point, I don't think that we have a right to dictate or to complain. Uh, and the options that are on the table, they're all good. Even if you consider non-Steven Espinosa offers, which include David Benavides and Charlo, then you still got John Ryder, which again, I'm accepting after such a schedule. Demetrius Andre and, and, and Gennady Golovkin, you know, may, I don't even think they can do Chris Eubank anymore because of his affiliation with Scott Sports and Boxer now. So he's really, you know, and, and even if you could do Eubank, okay, that's still another decent option. I mean, it's better than Yeardom. And, and, and I'm sure, you know, a lot would argue, not a lot, okay? Because not me, I'm not on that side of the street. But, you know, I, I'm sure there'll be some, you know, very radical UK fans that would, would, would debate that Eubank is probably better than a, a, a plant, you know? Or uh, Sergey Kovalev, because he's fresher. So, uh, whatever option he takes, again, whether it's PBC side, DAZN side, you know, the Canelo side, it's pretty decent. You know, uh, for me, do the rider, do it in Wembley, attempt to do what no other human being that's not from the UK has done. Uh, and, and sell out that arena, showing the world that the UK loves boxing because that, that's always been my belief. I don't, I don't think that it matters. I know they're going to say that it matters. They're going to say that's AJ and he's no AJ, and I get it. But I think it doesn't matter. I think they love boxing that much that Eddie being involved, Eddie putting it together, Canelo being the face of boxing, first time ever in the UK, they could sell it out. But again, I'm opening up the phone line so you could tell me what you think, give me your opinion. Voice of the people, there is no equal. 1425-569-5241. Press one. One time to voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Don't forget, if you want to ask Jake Paul or Tommy Fury a question, I'll be headed to their press conference today in about an hour and some change. So uh, best thing you can do is become a Patreon member if you're not already one and go ahead and drop the question for Tommy and Jake. Uh, hopefully, I get the opportunity to interview them. I, I want to talk to them about the obvious uh, knockout clause that people keep lying about that I don't believe um, that obviously is it, it would be a lawsuit, would be illegal, you know, since sports betting is a thing. It, 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 you know, the fact that people are saying it makes me just wonder their intelligence because it's like you're coming right out and saying you're point shaving. <laughs> no knockout clause. Like, that's like point shaving in a basketball game or something. So, I don't know. Interesting. 
Uh, and we'll see how that works out. I know that Tommy Fury wasn't able to make it to Saturday's press conference. He had some personal issues, had to go back to the UK. Uh, so hopefully he's back here in Florida and he can have the press conference with Jake. Hopefully they provide some excitement. I know a lot of people have Jake as an underdog, um, which is strange. I'm picking Jake to win. I guess, you know, I got to hear from Trey Miller. Where the fuck you at? Uh, what do you think? Is is Jake not winning? I mean, I, that was like my first reaction. Oh, Jake's finally making the fight with Paul. I mean, Jake's finally making the fight with Fury. There's There's no doubt that he wins, right? Like, Tommy's like a half-brother that doesn't fight, that's like on TV, on Love Island, you know. I I, I don't know that he's a fighter. But that being said, you should lock in this Jake Paul at plus money. He's a plus 120. I wonder if I should just lock that in now on my bookie.ag before it gets too late because I don't think he's going to be a plus... 120 for long. You got to consider his very big fandom coming in and betting on him in the next few days or months. That's going to change the line and make it more even, you know. Um, So, I don't know. Uh, I, I should lock this in, though. You know what I mean? The thing is, when 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 the when the when the line is that low, I'm never comfortable betting low. You know, you only want to bet a hundred because it's like, damn, at least a hundred you get back one twenty. You know what I mean? And if you're betting like ten, it's like that's only twelve dollars. It's like get that whack shit out of here. But from a betting standpoint, plus one twenty, I think it's not bad. Obviously, I know you guys are going to be saying different. Maybe a lot of you think Fury will win. I don't know, though. You know, with all that he's bringing into the sport, are they not going to ensure the win? I don't know. But let's open it up. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash The Boxing Voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. These calls are brought to you by Big Rigs Trucking Agency, experts for all your insurance and trucking needs. For quotes and consultations, visit us at brtagency.com or contact us at 908-943-6918. Yeah, man. I I, I can't wait. Maybe tomorrow we'll start the, the Rosado, Jaime Monguilla fight week hype. I'm definitely excited for that. Uh, This is Rosado's big shot. You know, if he could get this win, he'll definitely get a title shot. Probably at an Andre. Um, So, yeah, this is a big fight for Gabe Rosado and for myself. I've been following Rosado for like 12 years now. So, this is a big one for him, man. Shout out to Gabe. Let's bring it home, champ. Let's bring it home. December 11th, Plant City, Florida, Border Wars 13, where mortal men become 
Winter Soldier. Fight! Jerome Lambert versus DeMarcus Shawfire D. Terrell Fireflame Harris versus Pablo Aesop Garcia. Twin Munios versus Sir Isaac. Zeke the Freak versus Esteban. Tyler Williamson versus Joe Santoro. And our chubbyweight title fight. Eddie Bola de Grasa versus Big Supermax. Lineal title fight. Show Kid versus Canadian Jose. And our main event for the light heavyweight title. Marvin the Tank Furman versus Elias the Lion Lioness. Best of luck to all brave Winter Soldiers. Now it is time to get in the ring and swing. If you wish to participate or attend this event, contact NestGTO on Instagram for details. TheBoxingVoice.com <laughs> Finish him! This message was brought to you by SDS Promotions. Pound for pound in the building. First on TBV, voice of the people, people now let me speak, scientists of the sweet, B-O-X-I-N-G. Yo, TBV, what's good? You can hear me, Ness? Yes, sir. I see you Scarface in this mother today. You know. Yo, thanks for that. Hey, uh, man, you need to start doing your Monday show an hour early so I can be rock out with my inventory, too. <laughs> uh. First off, I need to uh, I need to get my crow. Yesterday, I didn't get the call in, and I picked plant, so I'm gonna take my crow for that. Appreciate that. Anybody that don't take your crow, man, I think CIP got a word for cats like y'all. That's clowns. So if you pick somebody wrong, call in, take your crow, man. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? You live to watch a fight another day. Uh, shout out to Carnello, man. He uh he proved me wrong, and I gotta uh I gotta eat crow for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, shout out to Caleb Plant for giving giving a hell of a of a fight, man. He he definitely showed that he belonged on that level. Um, I I can't even talk about that fight without getting into it. But um, I think Ryder's still a a good tough fight for uh, Carnello if he ends up in the UK. But it's hard to imagine him over there. For Cinco de Mayo, uh, I want to say that it would lean more towards Charlo because didn't he say something about not want to fight one of his Mexican brothers or something? Was he? Is that true or is that just something he was saying? That's my only question with that. So I would think that it was Charlo, uh, if I'm going to be honest. But that's all I got, man. I got to get back to these counts. As always, say please make sure you push that thumbs up, share this in every episode of the Boxing Voice Podcast. This is TBV for life. And if you ain't on Patreon, that's because you stupid. Shout out to El Camino and BRT. Peace. Yo. BoxingVoice.com
All the guys want, I want what Mayweather got. I want what Mayweather got. You done bust your ass like Mayweather. I was trying to fight every fighter. I sacrificed a lot. Sorry, sorry, quick intermission. I am the unified heavyweight champion of the world. I know you're booing me because um, I whipped the fighter's ass, but you know, it's, that's boxing. On this side of the pond, we're serious, do you know what I mean? UK, Great Britain boxing is on the map. Oh God, I feel terrible. I feel terrible that I'm living in your event free. Yo, Yo, what up, Ness? What up? Good morning. Yo. Good afternoon. Yeah, good morning to you. Shout out to you for rocking out solo dodo. Uh, sure. I mean, on the two points that you brought up, like uh, in the conversation, like well, I've got only two things to address, right? So the what I was saying around the eleventh month um, to do it, it's a great fit. It's a, it's amazing because uh, that division didn't look like it was ever gonna get like unified um, and distributed that quick. But the problem is that you can't write that as like a, a competition measure as to who's doing it the first because not everyone starts from the stem starting point, right? Like, you know, I, like I said, like, I don't see anyone beating him at 168 either. But the reality is that the next dude who's fighting him has a chance to undispute in zero months because that's the, that's the reality of it. So the circumstances are different. So since not everyone has the stem starting point, you can't make that like a, a competition point. Like, and that's true for every single division and for every single fighter. But not diminishing anything to what uh, Canelo did. Superb feat. Is the man really like you know? He showed that he wants to fight anyone who's got the belt, and he has the pulling power to do it. So well, well done to him, and great performance on uh, on Saturday. On the second point, I, I believe you're right. I think there's going to be a, a John Ryder fight. Uh, and I believe it was always in the roadmap for um, uh, Matchroom. They probably wanted to bring him out there in the in the UK, and that's probably going to be at the O2 Arena because, like um, uh, Eddie already hinted at that, he said like, you know, the O2 is available. Uh, uh, when he made the comment, and John Ryder would be a good opponent, and Lomachenko did that. Like, you know, the UK likes to boxing and will buy tickets, but. You know, it's not everyone that can just sell like you know eighty, ninety thousand, right? And Lomachenko against Luke Campbell was at the O2, uh, and people bought tickets. So the many, price point, how many, the price point will be different, though. The price point will be different for sure. It won't be cheap tickets. How many uh, did it they, sell though, and for for Loma, and how many do you expect for Canelo? I, I think, I think they they will max up the 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 capacity. I think like the O2, if I'm not mistaken, is like. A little bit over twenty thousand, maybe twenty-two. I, I'm not exactly sure, but it's definitely not thirty thousand, right? And uh, and they will sell it out. They will maximize everything they can do. And like I said, the price is very likely to be much more expensive than what it usually is, uh, because this is the attraction. And you know, but they have the data points. They know that it don't make sense probably to to do it at the O2 at uh, at Wembley. That's why they didn't do it, right? So, and that's why he's talking about the O2 also. But anyway, yeah, like you, you, you can't hate him for choosing Ryder, and and that's good for his brand, you know. And he also said in the past that he wanted to fight in the UK, um, and you know, so yeah. And if he does, I'll definitely buy a ticket. I don't like going into big arenas, uh, but you know, I think the atmosphere is going to be something else. Hmm. So no way that's he fills it. out Wembley, in your opinion. He, he fills it with like you know. <laughs> It depends. There's no, there's no opponent 
for him to fill out Wembley uh, in the UK, like, you know, like there's no name. So that's what I'm saying. You don't think he's big enough to do it with John Ryder? No, no, that's not big enough. And if he was big enough to do it, it would not even Eddie would not even have told you oh he's going out at the uh, the uh, the O2 Arena. Eddie Eddie is about making money, maximizing profit, and if he knows he can sell ninety thousand, he's gonna sell ninety thousand. There are not many people that can do that. Let's be honest, like you know, um, and he, even Joshua, I think like he reached like a certain uh, peak. I think like some of the attention is diminishing. But if you have like Joshua Fury or big fights like that, for sure, it'd be ninety thousand. But he doesn't always like fight in massive stadium stadium of 90,000 man you know it's hard to do man well all right i got a poll and i'm asking would canelo versus john Ryder sell 90,000 in the uk and obviously you had a typo with the first answer being yes canelo sells out anywhere no canelo isn't from the uk won't do 90k I doubt Canelo fights in the UK is the third option. And our fourth and final option, can't celebrate Cinco de Mayo in the UK. Uh, and, and we've gotten our UK resident to call in, and, and he believes it won't do uh, 90, that, that, that Ryder isn't the right opponent to, to achieve such a feat. So I still need my resident Mexican to call in to let me know how would you feel celebrating Cinco de Mayo here while Canelo's fighting there. Does it matter? You know, most of us watch his fights on television anyway. So does it really matter that he's not fighting in America? Like, he's Mexican anyway. It's not like he's ever fought in... I mean, I mean, he's obviously fought in Mexico, but I mean, it's not like he's been fighting in Mexico and that added to the celebration of these holidays. So, again, if I could get a Mexican to call in, let me know how would you feel if his next fight was Cinco de Mayo in the UK versus John Ryder. Does that take away from your celebration? That being said, J-Mac, Boomerang, are you available? And if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit that thumbs up button because it's going to help with the visibility of the show. It's going to put this show in the eyes of other boxing fans to give us new callers, new opinions. Let's go. So you hating? I'm that guy. What you want to bet? Whoa. Bet a hundred thousand on that. Let's bet a million. Easy. You getting that Easy. money, right? Easy. Let's bet a million. Easy. And I for the bread. When I spit him, y'all gonna say he was too weak. Oh my and life. Okay, bow down, bitches. I'm about to handle minutes. I'ma teach you all a lesson. This'll only take a minute. Got a part and all this passion in my blood. Niggas hating just because. Think about it. Everybody love Bud. J Mac. Where you at? All these niggas hating on me, shit is whack, shit is whack. So official with it, don't check the stats. Hey, I'm out here trying to get it. I only got a minute. Get ready for the back attack. What up, Ness? Buenos dias. I'll call in to get my crow. Okay. Yeah, um, definitely, I don't really care about what the topics you was talking about. I don't, definitely don't care for the rematch. Um, Canelo won a fight, and some can say he dominated, or some can argue he was losing until he got knocked out. 
but he still want to fight. Um, for us to fight next, I definitely love to see David Benavidez. I think that's a guy that can definitely uh, sell for us on that Mexican holiday. I think it uh, presents some great uh, challenges. And I, I'm not going to sit up here and act like Canelo been walking the walk. He did like a, a strenuous thing and the people he fought was just so tough. Yes, he accomplished undisputed, but I think there's tough for competition out there. Charlo, I'm not a fan of Charlo for I actually think Charlo get his ass stopped by Canelo. Charlo ain't did shit at 160 and he ain't at 160. So we'll be talking. Um, shit, that's all I got. All right. Um, you know, I hate to pick a fight with you, champ, but uh, that's not the same energy, man. I would wanted you to keep that same Crawford energy. I mean, the guys he undisputed, we talked about that yesterday. They're not any better than Callum. None of the guys he fought had a ring magazine, which meant they weren't considered the man in the division. You know, Callum was considered the man in the division after winning the Muhammad Ali trophy and the tournament. And then none of those guys had the hype of Plant. You know what I mean? People actually thought Plant could fight, you know? No one really thought Ndongo was this dope boxer, you know? He 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 upset Tronowski and, and, and kept that momentum going into another fight, I believe, uh, and, and lost with, with, with... Even Tellers, though, but even Tellers, like, who did Teller beat? Ramirez? You know, and and I guess Regis, his run is pretty good. <laughs> Regis and Ramirez at least were champs, and one was a unified or Ramirez. Yeah, Ramirez unified with Hooker. Yeah, man. I mean, look, we just got to keep the same energy. You know, it's 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 undisputed. You getting credit for that? You know, um, to say that he didn't go through murderer's row, I don't think that. Crawford did, and, you know, if, if anyone went through Murderer's Row, I guess it was fucking Josh Teller. Regis was considered a demand, you know what I'm saying, and a problem. I ain't going to say he was a, this big-ass puncher or nothing like that, but he was considered the man, you know. That was the debate. Is Josh Teller going to win or is Regis going to win? Regis was... A bully too. He was picking on Jose Ramirez, uh, and and always having fights with his manager, not his own manager, but Ramirez's manager, on social media about not wanting to let Ramirez fight him. So, you know, if anything, Josh Teller, right now, from what I can remember, probably has the best undisputed, because you know, you need a Usyk fan. They talk to you about the Usyk fights. You know, I don't I don't really, you know, none of them dudes, again, none of them dudes wasn't Regis and Ramirez. You know what I'm saying? Not, nobody anyway, nobody but Josh Teller faced a, a, a unified champ in, in, in their route to undispute. Oh, damn. Crawford, yeah, he fought Ondango, right? I think Ondango had, was it an IBO? Or did he have the... He, I know he took the WBA maybe from Tronowski. And I'm not sure if he had the IBO. I mean, I know he had the IBO, but I don't know if he had a third belt with that. And I'm confusing him. I'm going to have to look him up. But yeah, I think Regis... Excuse me. 
Um, Josh Teller might have the best undisputed run in the last couple years. I mean, Gaziev hasn't done anything, man. Like, I know we found out he had like a tune-up after the Usyk fight, but that's about it, you know. And he didn't unify. Um, pff, who else he beat in that run? Like Tobias Minshew. I mean, I rank Minshew. I think he got a fight coming up too. But it, they just those names just ain't Ramirez and Teller, you know, and 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 Regis. They just not those names are better. They've fought better opposition. Uh, but anyway, talking about Andango. Let's see exactly how it went. So, okay, he unified. He had the WBO, and he beat Tronowski for the IBO and the IBF. So that's how it went, I believe. Oh, no, that was the WBO Africa title. Okay, so he did beat Tronowski for the IBF and the IBO. Oh, then he unified. So, damn, there you go. So there you go. Did he unify WBA, the IBF? Yep. So he unified with Burns. So then that's that's you know that's there with with the Teller, but Teller is still better because you know the the Ramirez hooker unification is better than this you know Andongo Burns unification. Like Burns, you know, he's, he's, he was he's at the end of his career, you know. Uh, Ramirez Hooker, that was two fresh fighters, you know, two undefeated fighters too, I believe. Uh, but I think I got to kind of punch J-Mac. Yo, can you hear me? Yes, sir. You're not picking nothing with me. I'm only presenting the same stupid-ass arguments you motherfuckers bring on this show daily. I never had a problem with uh, Josh Undisputed Crawford undisputed, Canelo's undisputed. You made a comment in the show earlier talking about uh, he went through a lot. You know, some people believe that you should take a light, a light, what you call them. And I'm like, well, damn, I think the competition was light. So that's what my reference was when I made the comments about his undisputed. But you ain't picking a fight. You only picking a fight with your own dumbass knowledge, which you bring up and argue on this show every other fucking day about who, uh, who, um, who was more. Uh, have a more challenging undisputed. I think everybody should get the same credit for fighting all the champions, and you go on to fight who's there. But remember, I'm only arguing your dumbass logic. That's my kind of punch. Yeah, you know, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and cursing ain't help it. Uh, you know, you could blame it on me. You the one that again called in to say that you didn't feel he needed a light touch because you felt everybody he fought was a light touch. So again. Your own subconscious doesn't even let you fucking realize that you're trying to discredit him. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, somehow, your favorite fighter is Crawford, and his run was shittier. That's just the bottom line. So I don't know what logic you're talking about. No, it's just boxing logic. It's just boxing logic. One had a better run than the other. Simple. And now, you know, in the same senses, you want to say, oh, everybody should get credit, but you still... Set in your counterpunch, he don't deserve a light touch because everybody fought was light to get them belts. So whatever, dude. You need to say shit out loud before you say it, bro. Marcus, DC, what up? 
Real quick, let me get to it. Uh, you know, I think that the 11 months with getting all of the belts, if you win your first belt, should only count if you're the A-side fighter. Canelo has unique ability to dictate when these fights happen. Number two, Crawford has never been the A-side. He had to fight who was put in front of him if people wanted to fight him, and he still, he still unified four belts in that division that needs to be respected. Although Gennady and Daniel Jacobs were the most challenging of Canelo's last fights on paper, it really does look like a murderous row. Although he made it look easy, um, I'm, not, I'm not upset with the John Ryder touch. Um, as far as him having to do it in May, if he doesn't, he, he, fought, he fought Kovalev in November, and he fought Callum Smith in December. Let's say he doesn't take a December fight, and he fights John Ryder in February. Are we not cool with that he still has the option to fight Charlo or Benavidez? I also agree with the caller who said Jamal Charlo hasn't done anything at 60 and or 68. However, it creates that, that magnetism of the fight that we like to see come May. I don't think the John Ryder fight sells in May, but I think in the O2, somewhere around 40 or 50,000, I think Canelo easily sells out in the O2. The UK usually gets behind their guy who has the opportunity to beat the guy. Canelo, whether they think Ryder is big or not, if, the guy, if a guy, a British guy, has a chance to knock off the guy in Britain, He'll sell out 50000 easily, no problem. The other thing is is that um, uh, what I was about to say, da 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 da, da. So, yeah, so, but, but, I mean, Canelo stuff, that is what it is, man. He's Canelo. It is what it is, bro. All right. So, uh, obviously, I think you were 2016 caller of the year, Marcus. So, uh, no, was it 17? 2017, looking at yeah, it right 17, now. 17, 17. So, what, what, in your opinion, who had the better undisputed run? Josh Teller, Canelo Alvarez, Terrence Crawford, or Alexander Usyk? If I'm missing anybody. Andre Ward in the Super 6 as well, but he didn't get undisputed. But, okay, so the undisputed runs, I'd probably say Josh Teller, Regis Progray. Um, that that ranked pretty high. Um who was the other one you meant? Alexander Usyk, it was good. You got to remember, super middleweight and cruiserweight just really underserve people, and there's not really name recognition in there, although the boxing heads know the fighters that Usyk went through, and boxing heads know the fighters that um, really was just Regis and Josh Taylor. I think, who did they beat before that? Who were the two fighters before that that they fought? Regis. Um, but, but Regis beat the, the, the up-and-coming dude that was from Cleveland, right? Mm, who's that? No, who was that? Well, Who's the dude? That, uh, Martin. Martin. Was Martin in that tournament? You talking about Blue Chip? Yeah. yeah he wasn't uh, in that tournament, was he? I, I think. I he got think, stopped, I right? Think, that was I his think, first time he got stopped. Yeah, I think Josh beat him, right? Wasn't it Josh? Yeah, he got him? stopped. Yeah, Josh beat him. He got stopped, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, to be perfectly honest, Canelo's has more name recognition because we know the names. Like you said, Callum was ring, 168 guy. He had beaten... Um, the, he knows Canelo had the 168 regular. So, I mean, Canelo's has a little bit more buzz. However, I'm just looking at the fighters, right? I'm just looking at who is the better fighter. Josh Taylor seems to be a problem at 140. For anybody who's at 140, as long as he wants to stay there, I don't think he'll lose. I think Canelo's at 68. I think as long as Canelo wants to stay at 168, he'll lose. Here's the other part I was going to say. Well, you said that people made a lot more hoopla about Plant. Let's not forget, Plant's white, right? So... The way Hope thing comes into play. Unfortunately, boxing is based on racial stuff. If Canelo could get an outfit like Mayweather, Roger Mayweather used to wear the Mexican assassin outfit, and, and Canelo gets a European assassin outfit, I think that would be the dopest shit in the world going to a John Ryder fight. Because mm. he kills all European fighters. He murders them. <laughs> he makes right. them put their hands in their pockets, 
and he beats the brakes off of him from the ninth round on. He, Canelo changed his whole fight style. He used to try to be like a Mayweather. He used to try to be a slick, cutesy boxer with heavy hands here and there. And then after he lost against Mayweather, he became this front foot, head movement stalker that was not worried about winning rounds, who had this ultimate confidence that once he got to you, you were going to fold. And that's who he's become. And that was more exciting to see, I guess, than the other fights. They were under the radar. Canelo's just the best fighter out there right now beside Bud, man. I think, I think Bud's still the best fighter, but Canelo's pushing the envelope, bro. What time you think a fight starts in the U.K., though? 5, 5 p.m. on Saturday. 5 p.m. on Saturday, right? So I, I usually miss fights sometimes when they're on Saturday. I ain't even going to lie because... I totally forget, you know, but but it'll be two UK fighters, and that's why I'll forget. But an American versus a UK fighter, I'm one five o'clock on Saturday. I'm sitting my ass down watching the fight. Now I'm I'm sure Showtime or or Eddie or the people who are, and I think even Pacquiao versus Brandon Rios, they fought at an odd time, so it was on regular time for us on Saturday in Las Vegas. I think it was the Manny Pacquiao Brandon Rios fight. So I mean that was way different hours. Than, than the five-hour difference between the U.K. fight. So, I mean, I don't know. But if, if Eddie believes it to sell, Eddie could make them walk out at midnight, and that'll be 8 o'clock hour. I mean, that'll be 7 o'clock our time, 1 o'clock midnight, 1 o'clock, 9 o'clock our time, which everybody has been clamoring for earlier walk time from fighters anyway. So yeah, but if the know, fighters gets over there two weeks early. I was giving that thought, man. We talk about early, walk, uh, early fights, but I think the reason we don't get it is because they trying to make sure Americans are home. You know, we we got so much yeah. going on, nightclubs, you mm-hmm. know, pa- right. bars, and and just different things. They want to make sure you home when the fight right. when the fighters are walking out, or at least the main event, so that you could still buy it. I think that's why they go later and later and later. They go later too, also because they're on West Coast time. I was on the West Coast one day, and I was football was coming on at ten a.m. I thought it was previews because I'm on the East Coast, right? The games come on at 1. But it was like they're acclimated to it. Like East West Coast people would tell you after the Monday night football game, then they go out and then go to the club because the game's over about 8 o'clock. Like that's their precursor to getting ready to go out. So if the fight, you know, if you get the fighters over there, really only one fighter will have to be over there. That would be Canelo to acclimate to, be, to, to training at 1 in the morning or, you know, like preparing to fight at 1 in the morning puts us on the exact same schedule that anyone else would be on in U.S. time, both West Coast and East Coast. So it would just be a compromise from Canelo to say, hey, I'll do my ring walk at 12.30 a.m. East Coast time, which would be whatever that would be U.K. time, 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning. I don't know. They will have to look at that. Or they can just have it Sunday morning, you know what I'm saying, before the football, like the normal preview football. I don't know. But, you know, people smarter than us make these decisions all the time, and it can be done. About to go jump on Patreon today, too. Marcus, man, thank you for calling in. Definitely. Definitely miss you around these parts, man. You need to get your shit together. Get yourself a little mic and headphones. We get you on here more regularly, man. Your your knowledge is needed. And uh feels good to know that we, we blessed you with an award uh, a long time ago. Recognizing your boxing knowledge back then. You know, I wish... It was easier to put together these appreciation nights. There's a lot of guys out there that deserve the award physically like Marcus and Stainless and, and Info and others received 
uh, and eventually we could get back to that because, uh, you know, this community is amazing. There's a lot of knowledgeable people that call in in here and uh, help us out with, uh, you know, picks. Picks, man. Right now we got a poll. Would Canelo versus John Ryder sell 90,000 tickets in the UK? Yes is the first option. Yes, Canelo sells out anywhere. 52% of the public believes that. Second option, no, Canelo isn't from the UK, won't do 90K. That's 19%, almost 20. And the next is, I doubt Canelo fights in the UK. 13% of the people believe he won't go to the United Kingdom. And the fourth and final option is, can't celebrate Cinco de Mayo in the UK, which our resident Mexican uh, Supermex says it's very possible because Cinco de Mayo isn't really that celebrated in Mexico. It's actually more of a celebrated uh, holiday in the U.S., according to our own Super Mexicano, right? So, uh, perfect person to get the answer from, as he's known by Supermex. We got George, the last Patriot. Well, shout out to you, champ. Good morning, Ness and the Boxing Voice crew. A shout out to Brandon in Houston, always working. Doomy, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. Dan, Daniel Alvarez. Ah, oh, man, too many names. Shan, before she gets mad. Uh, Fred Robinson says, nah, Ness, we need Charlo or Benavidez. Canelo has made history and money. It's time. The fans get the fights we want to see 100. And I, and I get that, but uh, again, murderers row. You know, four fights, 11 months. Undisputed, ring belt, plus they gave him the crown. Like, damn, can, can, can he get a little tune-up? <laughs> you know, can he get a little year him? Can he slide a year him in there? The way that the way that De La Hoya slid in Stevie Forbes. Can we can we get a can we get a, a Robert Guerrero up in that motherfucker the way Floyd did? I mean, damn. You know, we gotta like can we preserve him a little bit so he's still alive for the for the for the Charlo and Benavidez fights? Chuevo Guapo. Give me that two-piece dark crow meat. Oh, shit. All right, fams. <laughs> Canelo ain't losing anytime soon. They will need GGG's power and plants movement. That person don't exist. Yeah, man, if we could create a boxer. I'm glad, though. You know you put a smile on my face. Where my where my sound effects, man? <laughs> They like that plant movement. Y'all ain't, ain't see that plant movement till I told y'all, man. Nobody was, yo, they was under, oh, ah, underestimating my boy plant. And uh, I feel like he's Diego Chavez. I know some of y'all might not even remember Diego, but I feel like he's Diego Chavez. And Diego got knocked out too, which is crazy, the irony in this metaphor. And my chair still sucks. Every now and then it, it drops. But I like this one better than the last one that I bought to replace this one. So, yes, I have to keep raising it. That being said, he reminds me of Diego Chavez because Diego Chavez got so much love and respect in losing to Keith Thurman. It was crazy. I don't think I've ever seen another career like that. Like, my man got shot after shot after shot on the big stage. And then, you know, he kind of disappeared and still was getting shots when he was bringing them back. Um, to fight whoever they was bringing him because he was a name at that point. And uh, yeah, I think that's where Plant is at. I think Plant came out of this 
in losing, doing good, you know? Look, people want his movement in creating the perfect boxer. We got Ryder of the Storm. Good morning, Ness. Well, good morning to you. What about Rada in the UK in February and Charlo or Benavidez in Mexico City in Cinco de Mayo? Um, can't do it. You know what I mean? Unless he's only taking... Because he, he literally said, my body needs rest. So, so you know... I, you know, he's Canelo Alvarez. A month isn't enough. Like, you're rich. You're super rich. You know what I mean? Like, he's got to do things with his family, right? So it's like... Um, I don't know that a month is enough, right? And we're in November. So if he took only a month, there's no time to have a fight in January. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking two, three months time off, a fight in May, starting camp end of March sometime like that. You know what I mean? Or maybe a little middle March, depending on the, you know, the amount of weeks, I don't see him fighting in December, like another caller mentioned, or in February, like you're mentioning. I just think that's too soon. And, and plus, you know, there's no need to guess. He came out and said, like, the only reason we're talking about May is because he said, I need, my body needs rest. I'll be back in May. So, you know, that was impressive to me in itself. It's like, you know, I need rest. I thought he was skipping Cinco de Mayo because we know you fight in May. He was just saying, yo, I need rest, so I'm not going to do what I did last year, which is fight in February. That's what I think that meant. But I'm not mad at May, I'll tell you. You know, if he comes back in May, it's not bad. Get a man three months, right? What do you got? All of November to relax, December to relax. You know, you, you, spend, a, you spend a time with your family on the holidays now. He gets Thanksgiving. He gets Christmas. You know, and then uh, he he could even do the new year, right? And then we're looking at February, March, April, May. So he's got time for a full training camp for Rada uh, if he keeps it for Cinco de Mayo, which probably better off. But we got Fred Robinson on a super chat that says the WBC rules say if Charlo vacated 160, he would be the mandatory at 168. So that needs to happen. He has to do it for the real fans. The thing is that I know that the WBC is so slick that I won't put it past them that if Charlo tries to activate that clause, they won't put him in an eliminator with the number one who is there now, who is Benavidez. I just don't see them leaving two quote-unquote killers that the public want to fight Canelo. Because, like, both men would have a claim to Canelo. If, if Benavidez went first and lost, now Charlo has next or vice versa. So I think that the WBC would just do an eliminator. They'll call the final eliminator Benavidez versus Charlo. The winner gets Canelo. I don't think they'll ever let Canelo fight both of them based off their rules. I'm not saying both of them can't fight Canelo some other way, you know, negotiation, different sanction. But I'm just saying I, I can't see the day where Mauricio mandates Charlo and Benavidez. Think about that. Like, say it out loud is what I like to say. Say that out loud. Like, yeah. Mauricio's going to mandate Charlo as the mandatory. 
and then after he'll mandate David. Man, get the fuck out of here. Never seen that shit happen. He barely, yo, poor Vanez, <laughs> poor Vanez was in position, I think, at 47 or 54. He was like 30 and 0 with one draw with a silver title for maybe two or three years and never got a shot at Canelo, man. I ain't, I mean, look at Dillian, right? You know, I'm not, and look at Devin. Devin right there at the cusp, he didn't get his shot at fucking uh, Lomachenko. These these sanctioning bodies are, are no different than the promoters. They're navigating to make things, uh, you know, suit them and, 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 and be the best for them. Shit, we got mad callers. Wowzers. All right, I'm going to shut up and get to y'all. Let's see. I got a super chat, though. Jimmy Rodriguez says, yo, Nestor. Wow, I was not ready for that. Yo, Nestor, Canelo had a rematch clause for the first fight of the GGG. Did you have an issue then? Um, I didn't even know. I didn't even know. It wasn't a thing, right? It didn't come out. That's, that's the whole point. No, you know, I'm sure GGG had a rematch too because he had like four fucking belts. That's the point. Like, I'm not mad at both guys getting the rematch. Julio Guzman, GGG destroys Murata. Would be an, in, an option. Benavidez or Charlo haven't beaten anybody. No, I hear you. And I think that GGG is still an option simply because he's on the, the, the zone side and Eddie and, and Canelo are boys. You know, you got Rod over there, you got Andre over there, and you got... Um, you know, this guy, uh, Gennady, those are the, those are the, the zone options and the Espinosa options are David Benavidez and Charlo and, and maybe Earl, if he's, if he proves to be ready or, 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 or you know, available on time. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go out to all the callers now, right? I'm only going to stop for super chats in between, uh, Ness Zorro. Okay. Can't call. Give me my crow for the fight. Shout out to the boxing voice. Well, shout out to you and, and, and your parents for excellent taste, Ness. All right. Well, looks like we got Hawk Marilyn. What up? What's good, Tom? You just scar face no man over the day. Yes, sir. <laughs> Funny, I was watching that last night. But um, hey, Ness, man, I want to say, I want to ask, like, uh, don't you? I, I know you know, but the uh, the pay per view model was a lot lower over there, bro. They like he would have to sell ninety thousand. I mean, to even make the money he making here, we really, we really need to wait. And see how this pay-per-view turned out here. Because if it turned out where they reached their mark close to 500, then they're going to be looking for some work to be still in Las Vegas for Canelo come, uh, uh, in, um, come May. Because uh, uh, Showtime already expressed that they, well, Canelo already expressed that he want um, Charlo or Benavidez. But I'm thinking Golovkin would still be put in that picture if they sell good. If, they, if this one sells good then they're going to be looking at Charlo and Benavidez as far as the uh, sales go because they get paid a lot less out there with $20 uh, pay-per-view in, in the U.K. Hello? 
Yeah, Hawk, I'm here. I'm sorry. So um, I don't think that's going to be an issue simply because, uh, you know, like like Marcus said in D.C., I think they'll just uh, strategically put the, the fight on at a certain time and still do pay-per-view from over there. I I'm, I don't know that they can. I don't remember a case where they have done, a, a, a you know, an overseas fight and still sold it to America. You know, usually we get... Uh, we get it free on a premium network that bought the television right. So I, I don't know how that will work out. That's going to be interesting. Um, I'm trying to figure out. Is this Edwin Solano? Hopefully. No? No, Edwin? Fuck. All right. Um, One more guess. Is it Javier? Shit. It is Tazok. I'm going to get this one down packed one day, Tazok. What up? Good morning. Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? All good. First off, great fight. Great fight from uh, Caleb Plant. Man. Shit. I, I mean, I guess... Um, I don't think he did... Like, I think he did a good fight. I got him winning, uh, I think, three in time. But all the rounds were pretty close. I mean, you can't... I mean, this is all the way. Um... I ha I won money on the knockout. I did. I had him on the draw, and then I had money on the, on the eleventh round for the knockout. So it's pretty good. I had eleven and twelve for knockout. Uh, I got some money out of it. So. Um, of uh, Canelo fighting in the UK. I think he's gonna fight in Mexico before that. Cause that's what I'm hearing in the Mexican media. Like I, I listen to all the, the boxing talk and the Mexican fighter. He's he's talking a lot about that. So keep an eye on the fight with Rosado. If Rosado beats India, that's going to be his next fight in Mexico. I'm telling you, I'm telling yes! that shit right now. Yes! I'm telling you that shit right now. But it's bullshit. They say, one Yo. more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Yo, one more thing. Go ahead. Dana White watching the Canelo fight in his event. That was epic. That showed, Dude, that showed who's, that, is, that shows that, that, that we, we the best, you know, that boxing is better. You at your own event, you're the owner of that shit. And you on your laptop watching the the king of boxing? That's crazy. I seen that, man. People need to talk about that. That is fucking crazy. You gotta right, talk man. into the, the mic though. Good. Next time, talk a little bit into the mic. You going in and out? I don't know if it's like. Anyway, I'm sorry. I got a text. Shit, just slow down. Uh, we got James in Alabama. What up? That's good morning, man. Morning. Yo, um, Marcus, man, that was a great call, man. Yeah, hopefully he can get a mic and everything, man. Be up, be up on the panel with you guys, man. I mean. He shared a lot of information just with his earlier call this morning, man. I was just appreciate. I was just listening, man. Just, just, just eating that. So, but I like to say, man, um, I'm not really a fan of the Ryder fight, man. If that was to happen, man. I mean, Ryder already lost to um, to Callis Smith and the Rocky Fielding, man. So I think it'll probably be even the same. You know, he'll be back on his Euro Tour shit. I think. You know, like the last caller said, Gabe Rosado, if he uh, fares well in the Munguia fight, or even maybe um, 
you know, Anthony Durrell, in my opinion, man. He had a show-stopping moment um, the other night, as well as his, he has a pretty good resume. You know, he, his his only two losses just to what, Badu Jack and uh, David Benavidez, you know, and he beat uh, common opponents as well, I mean, with a year drum. I think, and um, also a component to um, Caleb Plant. He beat Truax as well, correct? So I believe that would be uh, just a better fight, in my opinion. But also, Ness, man, that really does show that boxing is back, man, with uh, what um, Dana White was doing, man, with how he said watching the, watching the damn boxing match at his own shit, man. You know, I'm glad that boxing is just uh, coming back to the forefront, and that's my call. All right. Keem, Florida. Keem in Florida. Are you available? Spider, what up? Are you available? What's up? Oh, shit. I hear you. Hey, you can hear me? I hear you. I'm fine. That's just Esteban. Oh, what up? Yeah, good morning. morning. Buenos dias, everybody. What up, what up, what up? I'm just I'm just calling in. Uh, spread my energy. Take in y'all energy. Tell everybody have a good day. I watched the fight. Canelo Alvarez versus Caleb Plant. Uh, Caleb Plant did his thing. He was like trailer park royalty in there. Canelo, he's the king now. Uh, you know, he took over that Mayweather spot officially for me. Uh, the, what he can do, his timing, his strength. I mean, that's what that's the thing there. The strength. Once he put the power on him, it really was over. He like a superhuman in there. And uh, Caleb Plant. Yeah. I mean, it ain't over for him for sure. Uh, but he did. He had a good fight, but he went down. And it was it was hard to see, really. Canelo Alvarez, he got the power. If he would have kept hitting him, he would have killed him. And that's super. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. Mr. CYP, what up? What's good? What's good? What's good, people? What's good? Listen, listen. I, I, I want you to give my crow at the end because I did pick Caleb. I believe in Caleb 100%. Um... This, I, I want to make a truce. You know me and my truces. I, I'm trying to mature, and we're going to mature together if you take my truce. If Mexican fans stop lying about Castillo beating Floyd 20 years ago, y'all still bring that up, which is weird. We will stop. The black community will stop bringing up Clint Buterall, which is true. We will stop bringing up the fact that he ducked Charlo, which is true. We will stop bringing up hydration clauses, which is true. We will stop telling the truth about Canelo if you stop lying on Floyd. We will do that. Because to me, the real racist is the dude who lies. Racism is not telling the truth. Hell no. You can't be a racist from the truth. You hurt somebody's feelings, but you can't be a racist. Racist people lie. So if y'all can stop that, drop it. 20 years. Drop it. Drop it. Move on. Floyd's undefeated. He beat Canelo. Leave that shit alone. Wilder did not lose the first fight. It seems to me that every time something happens to the black dude, y'all automatically go against him. No, don't do that no more. And we won't Bring up Canelo's truce. Can we have a truce? Put a one in the chat. If you agree to make this truce, type some negative shit if you want to keep this shit going. And give me my crow because I was wrong. Thank you. 
and no, and no. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you a young fella, and he comes from the Magnolia. Ooh. What up, Ness? How my audio sound? Straight. All right, that's what's up. That was up, bro. First of all, I'm going to get a shout-out to Canelo. First undisputed champ at 168. Got to get it up to him. First battle Hall of Famer. But um, Caleb Plant, you know what I'm saying? I, I never gave him his full credit. I don't know if it sounded like I was trying to just knock the man last night, bro. But, you know, he I guess he did what he could do, bro. But I'm just, wait, I'm just waiting to see a, a Shane Moore versus Agadilla Hall, you part one. You know, when the underdog come in who get that shot, who got the skill set and the ability to get in there and perform under the big lights. That's all I'm looking for, bro. It's like all these guys we think can do the job, they got the tools in the toolbox, but they leave them motherfuckers in there when it's time to pull them out and get and do the big job. You know what I mean? That's all I was saying, that's, bro. Just one of these guys need to get in there, bro, and, and, and just try to be great. That's my call, bro. All right. JT, New Orleans. JT, New Orleans. So interesting. You come across like a nice guy, but you're really a piece of shit. Hey, that come on, man. Come on. That's... No, that was a piece of fuck you. That was a piece of shit. You know, we're, we're doing we're doing live TV. Man, I don't care. What are you going to do about it? I'm telling you, mother. Why do you have to talk like that? Well, I'm talking to you the way I want to talk to you. You have a problem, turn off your station. I'm the best ever. Yes. What up? What's up? Um, I don't have too much on the topic. I don't know. Did I? I ain't probably eat my crow neither. I called in center, but did I wind up hopping off? So I could take my crow for uh the Canelo pick. I pick Canelo. I mean, Kayla Plant. You got the sound by Ness yes, or you sir. don't? Yes, sir. I got you, champ. All right. With this uh, this, uh, easy fight, uh, I disagree. I think uh, he had a few easy fights and um, um, through his path to uh, Undisputed. So, I mean, why not go into the fight? Uh, David Benavidez, Tamal Cholo. And to be honest with you, out the two, I think Canelo will struggle more with David Benavidez. Cholo go push him back and stuff like that. And we, and, um, we see that Canelo likes to fight like a bully now, walking people down, a lot of head movement, upper body movement and stuff like that, hitting you with hard shots. You need somebody with a, a heavier punch to back him up, kind of make the fight ugly, still box, you know. Um, besides that, Caleb Plant, um, Caleb Plant did his thing, man. And um, I wanted to add on it. Y'all was talking about did he look tired. I think he got tired in there because he was doing a little more moving than he was supposed to. He and um, he didn't sit in the pocket and smother his shots a lot. Um, I think he respected uh Canelo too much on the inside. He fought in the inside, but what I'm saying is he did not sit in the pocket and lock him up and stuff like that, touch him more. He was more looking to stay on the outside, so I think he did get tired, and that's what played in the factor of him getting stopped because he was clearly boxing the whole entire time, you know. 
So um, I'm looking to see uh, respect to Canelo. You know, this is my first time really respecting him after one of his fights, honestly. Um, but I'm looking to see him fight David Benavidez, man. I think that's the fight. Um, that's really challenge Canelo. All right, let me get to looking like we got John Grand Rapids, Michigan. What up? Hey, man. Um, in my opinion, I don't think Canelo's going to fight Ryder next in the UK. I think Ryder's in a similar position as David Lemieux is, where he's always rumored to get the fight, but not going to get it. I think if you're going to fight in the UK, I think Triple G3 sells anywhere. So I think they could put that in the UK. The first fight was free on TV over there, I believe, and the second one was pay-per-view. So it showed that there was significant interest in that fight. And I think it's a fight that, you know, you could possibly put in Wembley, and it does very well. But I just don't know if that's the direction he wants to take because I wouldn't mind if Jamal Charlo fight next. Like, I feel like that is the fight to make. But to me, I think Jamal Charlo, David Benavidez, or Triple G3 next. And I really have no complaints with either one of them. All right. And that's my call. Um, yeah, man. Remember, John Ryder is a mandatory. I see a lot of people questioning. He, <laughs> that's the only reason he would cut the line, in my opinion. He's a mandatory. Eddie already has been mentioning on the media that he wants to do a Canelo fight in the UK. You know, all the pieces are starting to fall into place is what I see. But, you know, I could be wrong. That's what you're calling in for to give us your opinion on the matter. Uh, 1425-569-5241. Press 1 one time. Voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People Hotline. Don't forget you can add Nestor Gibbs on Skype. San Antonio. James, what's up? Hey, Ness, can you hear me? Perfect. Yeah. All right. I'm going to walk outside. I'm here at work. Hey, for the, for the people that are talking about Charlo, I don't even agree with Charlo fighting Canelo because he ain't even fought at 168. You know, he's just going to come up and fight Canelo? Like, I don't understand that. He needs to fight Benavides and then the winner fight Char uh, Canelo. But I, I don't know about his Charlo talk. But anyways, Ness, I just want to say shout-out to uh, all the callers, man. Uh, Mr. PBC has been cracking me up. Uh King Amin, you know, everybody calls in, uh, J-Mac, you know. But uh, also to you, Ness, like, uh, all week long, man, you've been trolling on your own show and capping, man. I'm like, this dude knows he ain't planning going to do nothing. Like, you, you know, man, you, you, you troll on your own show and you cap, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. You, need to you, you know you, you, but, uh, you, know I like, you were I like surprised. You, do it. you know you were surprised. No, but yeah, but no, no, no. You just, you do you do some intriguing stuff. Like you you get people you get people triggered and stuff like that. So I like that, man. I like that. You're doing good, Ness. Appreciate right. you. Uh, let me see here. Sixty seconds. Sorry about the delay. Just trying to find this new number. Oscar Las Vegas. What's up? You hear me? Yeah. Yo, what's up, man? Yeah, good uh good show as always. Thank you, brother. Uh fight with plant fight with plant canelo. I mean, I had Canelo stopping him eight to ten 
but you know went to 11 but just shows how good plant really was uh that's the best plant i've seen it's definitely not the same plant i've seen in the uskataki fight but you know canelo's just canelo yeah yeah go ahead baby yeah canelo's just canelo and that power really made a difference <clears throat> who i want to see canelo fight next definitely i'll just i'll just wait for me for charlo i think that's gonna be Ten seconds a fight in Texas with Charlo is definitely going to be the next big fight for Canelo. I really want him to fight Benavidez maybe down the line. Not somewhere, not probably next, but yeah, definitely David Benavidez later on down the line. I think that'll be more of a super fight than it is with Charlo. But good job, Ness. Always on the grind and TBD for life. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Um, I'm still lost with this Benavidez thing, man. I mean, who 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 exactly are we giving Benavidez credit for? So what are we saying that Anthony Durrell was a better win than Ustatagi? Like, what's 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 the argument here? Because again, I I get it if we're using eye tests, but but I was laughed at when I used the eye test for plant. So I'm just wondering, you know, when I use the eye test, they like yo, but but who's he beat? So it's like, what exactly is Benavidez supposed to do? Why are you guys like banging this drum for Benavidez? Didn't Ronald Graville put this man down? I mean, y'all out here. If that would have been Plant that got put down by Ronald Graville, I mean, y'all, I don't know, man. Shit is crazy. So weird. Boxing bias. Um, We're going to... Who's up? Who's up? Solo Dolo. So it takes a little bit more time to go through the list. Javier Anaheim. What up? Hey, but uh, what else do you... Right now, what else do we got to uh, go off? Um, just based off the eye test. I mean, who else has a record that could possibly beat him, you know? Because I'm not a fan of him going up anymore, you know? I mean, the dude's not even natural 168. Uh, so I, I think it's fair to take either Charlo five Benavides or even a triple G. I'm okay with that, especially if, he, if he's going to continue fighting three times a year. You know, I mean, I, I'm okay with those fights. Um, but I feel like these other fighters are kind of setting themselves up for failure on just not fighting anyone because you're not gaining any experience. You're not getting any time in the ring. And yet you're going up against a pound for pound. It's like, what do you guys expect? You know, by the time they actually get into the ring with them, Everyone's just going to say they, they haven't fought anyone because they've just been waiting around, you know? Hey, um, hey, Nats, just one last thing. You know the that chick that's on the show with you, what's her name again? The the chick, the, the British girl? Lady Shen. Hey, um, that show, immediately after the fight, the one where you were going all crazy when you were all yelling and shit? Man, you slayed her big time, bro. She said she, said, uh, she had Canelo up, like, by a large margin, like 90-something. And later on in the fight, when you're already yelling, she just automatically just switched over immediately and said, Matter, he shouldn't take this fight if he's fighting the way he fought now. I'm like, what do you mean? You're saying he's fighting a fight, fought a horrible fight, but yet you had him up by like a large margin? That shit was crazy to me, dude. I mean, she, he was getting touched but, up. Y'all yeah. acting like, see, that's the thing. So Tank gets touched up in the Leo fight. Everybody sees that and they make a big deal. This dude gets touched up. Still gets the knockout like Tank, but we just ignore that he got touched up. We say he didn't somehow, or we diminish the jab. What was that caller yesterday? He said, oh, no, 
The jab. Oh, that wasn't that Maestro? I don't know who the fuck said it, bro. So, the jab. The jab's less less points than the right hand. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, let me see if I got this by heart. Is this MD in Philly? Oh, yeah. What's up, man? I'm in the truck right now. Can you hear me? Perfect. Okay. Nah, good morning, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard the show yesterday. It was kind of depressing hearing the show, though. But I give y'all, y'all props for calling out the crow for play, uh, taking plant. Like I stated before the, before the fight, in my fight position, Canelo was going to walk him down and later and get the KO. I felt to me that Canelo already figured him out a minute and a half into the fight. He's like, okay, let me just keep consistent with the game plan, which is the left hook and the uppercut. He kept throwing at the whole fight and also the right hook to the body. Borderline illegal, but Plant was turning to the side, half Philly shell, half Floyd Mayweather style. Uh, I felt Plant, if they, like the last caller just stated, these fighters don't fight enough. Like, I didn't discredit Plant's style. It's just the fact that these guys don't fight enough. They want to just jump onto Canelo's legacy. Why not build your own legacy? Then I get to him. Fight in between. I know he was hurt at the beginning of the year. But lastly, these guys just got to. I just think it's harder for regular fighters, man. Like, I, th- I'm, I, I feel like if Charlo had the ability to negotiate the way Canelo does, anybody, man, even Crawford and Earl, that fight would have got done. Canelo is $50 million when he fight, man. Like, he, gener- he moves the needle. It's different. And these dudes, they see that and they want that, so they making their own negotiations tougher. Like, they want big paydays to get in there and mix it up. So it makes it more difficult for them to build their own legacy, man. I mean, look, Shakur should have got the Warrington unification and been one of the youngest dudes to unify, and somehow they couldn't get him that fight, man. Somehow they couldn't secure a unification for an American willing to travel, a, a silver medalist willing to travel to Leeds to unify, somehow Top Rank couldn't get that done. Let's start with this. I'm a creative genius. SDS. SDS. And now, the most dangerous producer on YouTube, Brandon in Houston. Brandon in Houston. SDS promotion. What up, Ness? What up, man? Uh, What's good? I get to work. To, I get to work today, and I got these motherfuckers telling me about how Caleb Plant got his ass beat, and it was one sided. And see, and I'm like, see, this is why I can't go. I, I physically cannot go in public and watch no boxing nights because I, I just the stupidity around me. I can't deal with it. I can't because, like, what the fuck are you looking at saying that he got his ass beat? I sat there and watched the first four rounds. He was blocking Canelo, first-day Canelo, shoulder roll, hitting and moving, sneaking and moving. Sure. Now, I will admit, in the, in the fifth round, I started to see the shift. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I can see I can see the change here. In the sixth round, I really saw it. In the seventh round, I'm thinking he's going to get him out of here. But he weathered the storm in the eighth and, and, and actually won the ninth. So I, I just can't deal with it. Ain't nobody want to give uh, uh, Caleb Plant any kind of credit. So it's like all the people that were saying, Caleb Plant don't belong on his stage. 
he ain't on Canelo's level. He's going to get knocked out in the third round. You know, so which one is it? Is Caleb Plant not that, or is Canelo not that good for him to have to take 11 rounds to get him up out of there? Or is Caleb Plant better than you want to admit he was? Like, which one is it? Because uh, if Canelo, if you was like, you're them, or uh, you're them, he would have been out of there just standing there looking stupid and got knocked out in the third, second round, right? So if he lands into the 11th round, which one is it? Is Canelo not good as you say he is, or is Plant better than you thought he was? It's got to be one of the two. You know what I'm saying? It can't be It can't be not both of them. So, and as far as Benavidez goes, please stop bringing up Ronald Guerrero. He was 19 years old, got sloppy. He was beating his ass. He was walking him down. He got sloppy and got dropped. Can't nobody, can't nobody, can't nobody stop bringing that up. Ain't nobody going to stop bringing up. Man, listen, to me, bro. listen to me. Didn't nobody not bring up Caleb Truax, right? Like, that's what they used against Plant. So I'm just. Bro, that was his last fight. It don't that was his matter. last fight, man. That was literally his last fight. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it was four yeah, years. That's because, he never, that's because he never got dropped. How the fuck you want us to just blank out a knockdown, bro? He got dropped. Nah, he ain't got to blank it out. I'm just saying that don't count. Just like when people, just like when right, Floyd and Canelo was fighting, people want to say, crazy. "Oh, he was 23." Nah, he Bruh, was 23. Anything was that happens green. in that Come rate on, bro, counts. Fancy. Anything that happens in that oh, rate right. counts, man. You crazy talking about it? Well, right, well, I'm not saying it don't count. I'm just saying you, like you literally said, like, yeah, you literally, you said, you literally use the words "it don't count." What do you mean? You ain't saying it don't count. You literally use those words. Oh no. Nah, I said stop bringing that up. That's what I said. I said stop bringing that up. This dude, he was 19 years old. You the producer, man. man. You the the producer, man. Hit the rewind. Put it on the motherfucking track. You said don't count. Oh, okay. Well, my bad if I said that. I don't remember saying that. Bottom line is, Benavidez is going to play Hanzo Canelo. And we all going to witness it. El Bandera. El Bandera Roja. How, Sway? How? What you mean, how? Hey, listen, he's going to walk him down like dude, he do everybody dude, else and dude put his squares hands on him. Up, Dude squares up, and, 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 if, everybody, and if, if everybody had a problem with plant resume, this resume worse. Listen, 168 ain't plant, no murderer's role to plant, begin with. Plant, you, ain't got many, you ain't got that many killers. Plant, you ain't got that many killers at 168 to begin with. Plant at least you know? be the former champ, right? Was, was Darrell even the champ at the time when they fought? Um, I, I want to say it was vacant, right? Whenever they caught on that arrow, uh, on that arrow well, on the card. Well, there you go. So he, yeah, but I'm saying, so he a two-time vacant champ. champ. He was a champ. No, he a two-time. Yeah, vacant he was a champ. champ. Two-time vacant champ. If that's what you, if what you're saying is Sorry. true, if what you're saying is true. Listen, I like you said. I chance like you do for Crawford. I'm telling you, Benavidez is gonna walk his ass down here and stop him, man. No, and, I, and, and he's gonna stop him. I'm, I I'm just gotta. That, I'm playing that flag. I just want y'all to keep the same energy, y'all. When when it was plant turn. His resume wasn't good enough, and that's why he couldn't get it done. You know what I'm saying? I well, we all know Plant didn't have no power, though. We knew that. We knew Plant didn't have power. Remember, that was, a, resume that was a man. He actually beat no. the champion for the title. It nah. wasn't vacant. He didn't lose it on the scales. Like, So this is what I'm saying. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. Whoa. Boxing is so disrespectful. Y'all champion for, for Benavidez, who, no disrespect to him. Yeah. No disrespect to him, but it's public knowledge. That he was on coke, lost his belt. Then he gets his belt back. He loses his belt again on the scales. He gets dropped versus a dude that Canelo would shit out after a steak dinner. And then, you know, like, what? His biggest fight is the dog Durrell. Like, 
But 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 but, but, but Plant was a piece of shit. Had no shot. Nobody. Like, come on, dog. Everybody said everything under the sun about Plant, but somehow Benavidez gets this darling love from you fake hardcore fans. No, because because Benavidez got power, man. He yeah, got that. We yeah, know that. We, yeah. Listen, whenever whenever the first, listen whenever the, the Canelo fight hey, hey, Brandon, everybody has been saying. Brandon, everybody who no, no, no. Everybody said this can this point. Who he stopped? Who he stopping? Man, he probably stopped. He probably stopped anybody. He stopped everybody. Who he stopping? Who he stopping? He stopped everybody. Okay, he get so, in there with. So My na- thing is, name him. Name him. Like who's the last person he stopped? Cause I don't know. He stopped Ellis last. He's the last person he fought. I'm at the point. Before that, he stopped Darrell. And before that, he stopped Jerry Wasn't it a Medina. Wait, wasn't a Darrell? Yeah, no, it wasn't a cut. That's something that people think about. No, he was whipping his ass to the point where that was it. It wasn't no cut stoppage. He, that was a TKO. Hmm. That was a TKO. And my thing is this. We all, yeah, check it. My thing is, my thing is, we all knew when Plant was, uh, when that fight was brought up, everybody had been saying from the beginning. The biggest question, does Plant have the power to keep Canelo off him? And it turned out to be so no. Why, so why, why Benavidez, why Benavidez promoter never wanted to make that Plant fight, though? Man, I don't know what the fuck they got going on. All I know is that, bottom line, like I said, I'm, I'm sticking my plant, my flag in the ground right now. David Benavidez is going to stop Canelo Alvarez, and don't be surprised. Cause I, and if he does, I'll eat my crow. I might get a Canelo tattoo. That's how far I'm willing to go. I'm just saying, Damn. Benavidez is going to stop that, man. Yeah, he's going to get him. He's going to stop him. Stop Bottom me. line. Canelo! <laughs> Benavidez is going to stop Canelo. That's worse than me saying Plant go win a decision. You out here wilding. All right. No, I'm not. Canelo got one of the, 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 the it's top three chins yeah. in boxing, and he one of them. Yeah. yeah I got to yeah, go, yeah. Brandon. I got some other people I got to go. But you tripping hard, man. That's crazy. My man. <laughs> yeah. My town up a gate town. Hey, Daddy. This is dollar beat. I drink soda, I eat pizza, I hang out with chicks all day. These fighters still can't beat me. They fighting every day, they gain the gym every day. Just give me six weeks, and I got it. Yo, good morning, Ness. How you doing? All good, all good. So, so Ryder's supposed to be some kind of mandatory, you said? I just jumped on when you said that. Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, because I was going to say, you know, who was in your ear, you know, that that's kind of ridiculous, but I guess if he's a mandatory, I can't debate you on that, because that's, that's crazy to me, but, you know, to me, I, I like what you said about a lot of people talking about, but, you know, he's shown Benavides that he's not disciplined, and, you know, as much as I like him, like, if you're, if you're, I'm going to put you like this, Ness. If you're a sensible fan, Charlo deserves the shot. Charlo's been wanting to fight this guy since 154. They made the phony baloney franchise belt. Like, if if you don't get behind Charlo for this fight, then you're, you're just not sensible. You know, you're, you're not. And that's who I support. Uh, I think he deserves it the most. I, you, we can sit here and debate. Nobody has a resume any out of the people that are left. Nobody's really that deserving. And hey, 
these guys keep saying, these man fans keep saying how easy Charlo is. And, okay, let this be the tune-up fight then. Let it be Charlo. Well, all right, Steve. Thanks for calling in. I mean, in terms of deserve, there's definitely a debate. Uh, Benavidez is is some sort of number one position. So, you know, uh, WBC did the last mandatory in February. Their 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 uh, their convention is in November. You know, if Benavidez, who did go to the last one that was physically possible to attend, he and his father were there. They have favor with the WBC. Remember, this guy's lost his belt. He's a two-time WBC titleist. And no disrespect when I say vacant time, two times, right? Pretty sure I was right. Anthony Durrell, well, that doesn't say vacant. Did Durrell have the belt? Let me check. Clicking on Durrell's name when he fought Benavidez. Before Benavidez. Yeah, so Durrell did have the belt. He won it vacantly from... I made that word up vacantly. I don't know. But he uh, he won it in a vacant title fight with Yeardum. So he went into the... Okay, so he beat one champion for it in uh, Anthony Durrell. But Durrell was cut in the eye from a legal punch in round six. Durrell's corner stopped the bout during round nine um, due to the cut. So, you know, there was a cut that led to that. Uh, that being said, yeah, one vacant champ, I mean, one vacant title shot and then one championship title shot, um, you know, again, biggest name is Darrell, uh, you know, Darrell just put some life back into his career, so maybe pe people look at that win differently now, because he's removed from the Kyrone Davis tight fight, and he got an explosive knockout over... Madman Marcos Hernandez, I don't know. I still feel like the Ustatagi win was better, especially for Plant because Plant was an underdog. So you got to value that win for him more than you value the win for Benavidez. Benavidez obviously was a favorite going into the Durrell fight. So it's like, you know, when they count you out and you win, how don't we give you credit for that? You know, at least give you regular credit, but I feel like you deserve more because you were not meant to win. They didn't expect you to win. You did, a, you you exceeded the expectations. So, you know, it's just crazy to me that once again, you know, uh, Benavidez is this darling that people are picking to beat Canelo based off eye tests, but Plant couldn't get that. AMG Oklahoma, what up? Yeah, what's up, Ness? What up? Yeah, man, I, I rewatched the fight last night, and uh, it actually, my score didn't really change. I could see, on at least on my scorecard, Plant getting four rounds, but I actually ended up giving more of the early rounds to Canelo, but then Plant won some rounds later on in the fight that I didn't uh, initially give him. Still, I really like that uh, I went back and listened to that video where they're talking to each other in the ring, and I don't know, I kind of like respected Plant more for that, because he's in there, and he's like, I respect your skills. He's like, this is a good fight. And then Canelo's like, I like it. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. That 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 just uh, seemed right to me. Uh, I think the deal about Benavides is that he probably just inspires uh, people to believe that he can win them because he's got those flurries, because people feel like he's going to be in there to fight. 
And I do agree that that fight would end in a knockout. I just think Canelo's the one that gets it. Because, yeah, Benavides looks real nice against all these, honestly, B-level fighters. But Champ, thanks for calling in. Um, Brandon, did we go to you today? I don't know. I don't know. Feel like maybe you were. We did. I don't know. Hey, hold another time zone. Jump up for back with our mind on. Can't play when you here, get your life stole. If you bring it here, then the price grow. Don't jab in the punch in the line long. I drop a pigeon let nine go. We slap with the thick glass and white go. This only happens in Ohio. Okay, that meant we went to him. Peace then. All right, E in Philly. What up? What up, Ness? What's good? Hey, man, shout out to Canelo, man. I ain't, I ain't never really been a uh, Canelo fan, but uh, I guess in my ignorance and negligence to ever box wreck his record, this dude got 60 fights since he was 15 years old? That, bro. And, and, and I mean, a lot of your uh, callers and supporters, like, have been in the ring before, so you know how that is. Like, you got to go in the ring throughout your life. This is how you make a living. Man, much respect to Canelo, man. He, he he won me over with this with this uh with this victory over uh plant. Uh the only blemish though is that little situation, man, he had with this, you know, with the with the PED. And honestly, I mean, to keep it consistent on how I see things going in boxing, how things go, at this point, man, Canelo can do what he wanna do, man. If he wanna go fight Jake Paul or somebody and just grab a big old bag, man, I you know, I ain't gonna judge it. I wouldn't be mad at him. I mean, I would like to see Charlo and Benavidez just because I felt like Charlo can put some time in, in the game, even though he ain't at 68. But if he's willing to jump up there and take that challenge and grab that bag, I would like to see that Charlo and then, uh, you know, Benavidez, man. And, you know, as a side note, man, although I know he retired, this just goes to show the greatness of Floyd, man. Like, this dude be Pacquiao and he be Canelo, and these guys are still active and winning. Like, that just goes to show, man, it, it, it dude, dude was dude was something, man. So when we use him as a litmus test, because we always talk about the eye test, and I think that unless you're in the gyms or, yeah, unless you're in the gyms as a trainer or a colleague, that's the only thing we got is the eye test. I mean, we look at guys and we see how they display their skills, whether they're fighting somebody that's equally as talented or somebody we may think is better, or if they're fighting somebody lesser. You know what I mean? We got the eye test, so that's what we use. Peace, Ness. Thank you. E, man, appreciate you, man. Great call, man. Great call. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I believe you're right. I think that, you know, I wish we, we could do that more. I'm not saying I'm not a victim. Not a victim. I'm not part of the problem, right? You know, I criticize people's resume. Um, I, 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 I ask what have they done I got the Janet Jackson sound bite you know um, but I mean we condition too man we condition to believe that you if, you if you haven't proven it you ain't it you know and, and look look I was met with hella criticism for believing in plant so you know uh, what are you gonna do we got to we got to just change that though man people need to be entitled to root for who they want to root for you know regardless of win or loss like any other sport you know what i mean like i'm pretty sure you know they they take losses differently than us every other sport 
you know. Uh, I think that we harp on these losses way too much, and, and, and that's why I want the best for Gabe Rosado Saturday night so that he can be, you know, someone that young fighters look to to realize. Like another Salido, you know, Orlando Salido had like 13 or, or 12 losses at the time that he beat Loma, but that one is kind of tainted. You know, people do know that he used some dirty tactics to get the win. So it's it's slightly tainted, you know. Uh, if Rosado could be the new Orlando Salido and inspire people, you know, that losing isn't that big a deal, you know what I mean? Especially for some of these guys that don't have the big amateur background like Rosado didn't. You know, he was in motherfucking Home Depot when he fought Alfredo Angulo you know, uh, working in Home Depot. So it's like, he's learned on the job. You know, he's improved on his craft and gotten to this point after years and years of not quitting. With all them losses he got, that's, you know, I'm a sucker for the underdog, man. I rooted for Plant, you know. I I, I root for mad underdogs, you know. I, I was still rooting for fucking Wilder in, in the Fury fights. I like underdogs, you know. I picked Danny versus Khan. He was a 7-1 to underdog, like... Who doesn't like an underdog story? I think that's the beauty of boxing, that on any given night, anybody could be the top dog, you know? And and regardless of what Saturday night looked like, you know, Caleb wasn't too far off from possibly getting it, you know? On def definitely not on everyone's scorecard, right? We know that. But on some people, you know, they were enjoying what they saw, man, a sweet science. Or some of it, right? Brandon, I see you back. What up? Yo, Ness, good morning. How you doing, brother? Straight. Hey, I got a question. Yeah. Who who said Ryder was a mandatory? Because when I look at the rankings, I don't see him in the number one spot for no sanctioning body. He's number three for the WBA, but yeah, WBA. who said he was Mando? WBA. Oh well, but oh yeah, I don't want that fight. If that if if Canelo was trying to do what he did with Rocky Fielding, come back in like January, February, and get him get a quick win in before the Cinco de Mayo fight, I'd be cool with it. But if he gonna sit out till May, no, nah, I don't want that Ryder fight, man. That ain't that ain't where it's at. Let me ask you another question: How you feel about Murata? You think Murata got a chance to beat a uh, Triple G? I'm giving him a chance. What you think? Ah, uh, hell yeah, he's fresher. He's fresher than uh, than Triple G, so you know, he he has a shot. I don't know that he's a favorite. He might even be a fa yo. Triple G's thirty eight, and and when's the last time he fought? And Murata can punch, and he's kind of big for the division. So, but he did, yeah, I don't think he, he did lose to Rob Brand, but Rob Brand again. Rob Brand has more and and nowhere near Plant, but he more Plant than he is Gennady. You know what I mean, like. Yeah. Gennady, Gennady is like flat-footed. Yeah, but he came back and sparked uh, Brandon two rounds in the rematch. I think, um, I don't think Canelo necessarily would entertain the third Triple G fight, but if Murata was to pull off the upset, I think he'd go over there to Japan and, and fight in one of them big-ass arenas. I think he'd entertain that. But uh, as far as who he should fight next, I think um, it depends on what you want. If you want to see somebody who has the best chance to beat Canelo... It's obvious going up to 175 and fighting one of them cats, they probably pose the best chance to beat Canelo. But if you like me and you just want the the best event, you know, the biggest, you know, event, 
I think it'll probably be Benavidez or Charlo, one of them two, as far as like the, you know, build up and the, you know, the shit we like, the the show, the programming, both them cats speak English, you know, they got decent, you know, background stories. So, um, yeah, I think, I don't think neither one of them guys can beat them. I think Benavidez has a better chance of beating them than Charlo. But if, if I think for me, if he went up to fight like Baterbiev, Really, just Baterviev and Bevo. I think he'd be the underdog for me. I think them the guys, only guys that I would pick against him against. But I like them big events, man. I like that pay per view feel. So I would like to see him fight Charlo or Benavidez. But that's my call, bro. You have a good one. Yeah. So I'm reading an article here on October 20th uh, with Keith Eidick of Boxing Scene, where. Uh, Eddie says, I think right now, if I'm Dimitri Bivol, I'm saying, well, if Canelo beats Plant, what's the, what's the next challenge? And then maybe, and, and excuse me, and the next challenge in mind is for him to become undisputed at 175. So Bivol would be the first stop. So we're looking at a fight between Dimitri Bivol and John Ryder, maybe in the UK. And then I'll try and make the fight with him against Canelo in May. So, again, Ryder could be the option. Obviously, if this new article, uh, if, if, if John Ryder takes the fight with Bivol, he's going to lose his position, but he'll still get a position. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, Bivol has a belt, and it is also in the WBA, I believe. It's just at 175, which Eddie is saying would be Canelo's first stop. Funny how Ryder keeps being that guy for Eddie to fill the blanks. Remember, Ryder's name got interjected in a situation with Canelo when Billy Joe tried to act like he was going to pull out if he didn't get the ring size. And uh, as of November 2nd, Ryder's number three in the WBA at 68. Uh, but I'm going to Google now in terms of mandatory but if you Google, it shows out there. Ryder and Canelo have been linked for some time. But Morrell did win that uh, regular. And with the ruling, that's funny. This division hasn't been talked about in terms of the WBA and the consolidation of the actual belts. Uh, but Adrian, what is up? Are you available or are you just listening? I'm good. I beat Polly. I left with his belt and his girl. It's a dollar beat. Hey, Pops. And I know all y'all against me. All that soft talk. I know you can do it, man. You got the, you got the, let's shut that soft ass shit up. Boxingboys.com. What up? What up? Can you hear me nice? Yep. Yeah, man. Uh, that was a great fight, man. I like that fight. Um, obviously, I liked I liked a lot of what Caleb did. I liked that shoulder roll. I thought he caught a, caught a lot of those body punches on his arms. Um, but uh, it was a great fight, man. Caleb raised his stock. I mean, I I picked Canelo for the late stoppage, and he did exactly that, um, like he was supposed to do. But uh, I'm gonna be honest, man. Like I. I, I, I I've been against Canelo at this point. 
Adrian, you are not going to be able to do it with the service. Mr. PPC, baby. I'm the finest Canelo talking about he believe he can win. Go to my kitchen. Get the sharpest knife. Cut the bullshit out. I don't care what you do good. I do every fucking thing great. Mr. PPC, baby. Yo, yo, yo. What's good? Um, <clears throat> the best part of waking up is definitely PPC in my cup. I think Canelo is a king, man. He's He's unstoppable. Um, he's one of my favorite fighters. Um, I definitely, if, if he sticks with PBC, he will be where he needs to be. Um, because they could still make a fight with Bivol. I mean, and they could still make a fight with Charlo or Benavidez, but I would like to see them dudes mix it up and not just wait on the bench to get in the game on fourth and inches. But, um, I would definitely like to see, uh, Canelo on PBC. I think, he wants the money, and I think that's where the money is at. He can go over there to the zone and get the John Ryder fight, but I think he wants to feed his family. He's not just here to fight on TV for y'all niggas. Um, but Bivol's definitely the dude to beat Canelo. He has all the attributes. <gasps> he does, he's not going to be getting hit all night like Caleb Plant. That's my call. CYP, counterpunch. Yo, 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 I, I heard somebody talking about how, you know, a great Floyd was because of who he beat and how they still acted, but nobody thinks about this. Andre Ward is younger than Kovalev and younger than Triple G. He's younger than both of them. Nobody wanted to fight at 168 to fight that dude. Nobody, not Triple G. Canelo didn't want to take that big jump. Nobody wanted to fight Ward at 168, who is still younger than both of those two dudes who people keep mentioning every day when they talk about Canelo. That's always going to be an issue. Bring, man, he, he could tap on Andre, on Andre Ward door and be like, yo, man, let's fight. I got a payday. I got a payday. Listen, Merry Christmas. He need to get on him. And for everybody out here talking about Charles need to fight Benavidez. No. When Benavidez gets a belt, he'll fight him. There's never been a time where a champion, champion who's been on pay-per-view at one weight class moves up to fight a dude who ain't got no belt and ain't doing pay-per-view in another weight class. No. If he gets a belt, it's a legacy. Without a belt, it's just a fight. And we don't even know if the numbers are going are gonna to do well. And I'm just being honest. We don't know if that fight sells. See why I out. I mean, that's a fight that, you know, it needs to happen. I don't know about belts. Um, I mean, this is boxing. This is fighting. And they have said some things. Benavidez is worse than Charlo. Like, you know, so, you know, he's... And Charlo's had... Poor excuses for the reasons the fight can't happen. I remember it was a whole joke about vaccines. I guess now in retrospect, some people are getting the vaccine, like Wilder Fury, Tio. So maybe Charlo was right back then. Uh, but, you know, you know, it didn't sit well with fight fans, that's for sure. Uh, a lot of reasons, you know, he gave as to why that fight can't happen. I mean, and that fight picked up a lot of steam. You know, Custer talked about it. We had both trainers on. Uh, it was, I don't know. That's that's a fight. I don't know that you need a belt. That's a fight more about like principle or respect. They've talked some shit about each other. Um, we stopped at Rider Storm, WBC with Fred. Jimmy Rodriguez, Yonesta. Canelo had a read. We did that. Julio Guzman, Murata, bop, bop, bop. 
Maybe we didn't. GGG destroys Murata. I think we said that. Would Murata would be an option. Benavidez over Charlo. Have them. Yep, we did say that. We said Nesta Zorro. Los Nelvielas. I accept CYP's truce. Respect him for eating his crow. The best dad, best dad ever. This for the tank love. Glove emoji, glove emoji, flexion emoji. I need my soundbite for my four super chats doing that live show as well. <laughs> Shout out to you for being a champ and not minding that you waited. You get the bomba. You get the bomba, champ. We got Roland that says Canelo Alvarez versus Earl Spence at 160 in 2023. You know, I don't even know, like, like at this point, right? Like, again... That would mean Earl has to bang better than Canelo based off his style. Like, plant's a mover, and that didn't work, you know. And we're talking power. Plant's a natural 68, and that didn't work. Like, Earl would have to be a puncher to be able to get in there with Canelo at this point. I think I think, I think that fight is, uh, is make-believe at this point, man. I know he's short enough, Canelo, but I don't know, man. That's a, that's a that's a bad fight, I think, at this point. He's showing that he's really good. <laughs> Mo says, no love for Andre. He's a better boxer than Plant. He's bigger and has more pop than Plant. Yeah, I don't know about being bigger when he isn't the natural 68-pounder. He started his career at 54. And I don't know about being a bigger boxer. He looks super duper 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 sloppy. Plant looks graceful in the ring. This guy looks like heavy metal. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But to each his own. Everybody got their own style. CYP, numero dos. Dos. Hey, man, I hate to do this, but I read the chat after I said my comment, and I noticed that one of you motherfuckers said, Ward lost to Kovalev. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that what the fuck I taught a truth on? Another one of you exposed. We can never tell the truth about Canelo, but you can lie on the black fighter anytime you want. Anytime you want, you can change history for the black dude. But if we talk about Canelo and tell the truth, we're a racist, we're this, we're that. Why can't y'all just be grown-ass men, dog? You're not Canelo. I'm not Ward. I'm not Wilder. You're not Canelo. If you ain't getting your ass up in there and fighting, if you ain't challenging nobody, meeting nobody, throwing no hands, stop taking it so goddamn personal. Word did not lose to Kovalev. Why do we have to keep doing this every time somebody says something you don't like? Get your racist asses up out this comment section and see why people stop telling the truth. And if you want to ban me again, ban me. I don't give a shit. This is a weird ass audience. Y'all dudes take shit too personal. Speak the facts or get your ass about the chat. He should ban y'all cats for that bullshit. <laughs> Yes, we're going to LV Slugger. What up? Only time y'all see me in rays is when I turn into the bronze mama. I want a body. I want a body, and he gonna be the body. The ambulance better be ready. The medical better be ready. The referee better be ready. They better have that towel to be able to hold SDS promotion. Was he right? LB Slugger. TBZ, what up?
Definitely enjoyed this weekend's fights, man. He definitely did his thing. You know, he the king of this boxing shit right now. He on top of it, the man. So, I mean, I feel I, I, I feel like, man, with him fighting four times in one year, man, you know, and undisputed, like, I don't mind the John Ryder fight. Like I said yesterday on my call, I feel like with him doing that, he deserved a yield type of fight, you know, just to, you know, get a little tune-up in, man. We asked our favorite fighters just to fight two or three times a year, and he just did it four times. So, I mean, I feel like he deserved that John Ryder with, like, whatever decision he just decides to make. You know, I, I, I do feel like what Triple G and Murata do in December may uh, play, uh, you know, but, but how that play out is going to figure out, like, Canelo, who his next opponent may be. I feel like whoever come out on top of that fight, they may have some say-so, like, who, who uh, Canelo chooses his next opponent. But, uh, like I said, I don't, I don't mind the John Ryder fight, man. This man just undisputed in one year. Four fights, man. So I mean, I feel like he he should, he, should, he deserve a fight like that, man. But uh, that's really all I got to say. But y'all was saying, uh, is there anybody out there right now that's you know that can beat a Canelo? I don't think this guy ready. No time soon. Like, but I, I feel like with his skill set, if he just continue to develop, I do think David Morrell with his side and you know and the attributes he uh you know he he bring in the ring, he could he could probably get Canelo some problems. But uh, that's really all I got to say, man. Canelo, if you want to do the John Ryder, let him go and do it, man. This man just undisputed in one year. But yeah, that's all I got to say. Trey in the Bay. Alrighty then. Keem trying you one more time. Coach Rivera, Rivera, Rivera. All right. Well, that's GTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Catch me on the next one. I'm headed to the press conference. Uh, if you want any questions, ask to Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, uh, or anyone you might see on social media that will be in uh, attendance, check us out on Patreon. We got a couple posts. You could drop your, your question there. Uh, yeah. Peace.